And now it's time for the UP's live and local sports talk show, The Sports Pen on ESPN UP. Here's your host, Tanner Hoops. Tanner Hoops. What's up, everybody? Tanner Hoops with you on Wednesday afternoon. Glad to have you along, as always, for the Sports Pen on ESPN UP. In a very special edition of the Sports Pen, we're live on location at Riverside Marquette. Brand new place just opened up, and I'm joined by a couple of guests. Tyree Smith from ABC 10, co-sports director there. He joins us per usual on Wednesdays. And then Tim Dawson, general manager here at Marquette. Riverside, and tell you what, Tim, I'm going to get to you in a moment, Tyree. Don't want you to feel left out. <laughs> You're good. But, but, Tim, man, I'm looking around this place, and this is incredible. You have a really special place here, brand new. I, I just love this place. Easy to fall in love with. Yeah, we're really happy uh, to be in the building. We're very thankful that we were able to put it all together and get into it while there's still some sunshine out there before the winter hits. And, uh, yeah, I mean, everybody's welcome, and thanks for coming out and, and, and hosting Hosting ESPN UP here. Yeah, we're going to talk a lot of sports over the course of the next hour. We're going to talk a little bit about Marquette's uh, newest Riverside Auto dealership. And, boy, this is a great place to be. If you haven't already, come check this place out. We're going to tell you more about it coming up. What's been up with you, Tyree? Uh, we missed you last week, but we know you've been kept pretty busy over there at ABC 10. Uh, ABC is making sure to uh, making sure that I uh, stay busy, definitely. Newcomer around, so... Michael and the rest of the guys are definitely making sure that I don't have any free time. So That's the way we like it. Keep you nice and busy with football starting up next week. But I tell you what, I like to get to know my guests a lot more. I got to know you plenty a couple of weeks ago. Remind me, Saints, Dodgers, I know. Basketball. I'm going to hate myself because I should remember this. LeBron James. LeBron, yeah, that's right. Wherever <laughs> LeBron is, that's where Tyree's a fan of. And then, Tim, you're originally from Mississippi, down in that area. So I liked it talking to you earlier before we got on air. You're an Eli Manning guy, just like myself. It's hard to find any of those nowadays. Yeah, yeah, I'm an Eli Manning guy. He went to Ole Miss, and we followed him all through his Giants career. And uh, obviously his brother did very well. And, uh, yeah, you know, his father went to Ole Miss, and, Play for the Saints, and yeah, I mean, a lot, a lot going on there. The Peyton family, with the with the Manning family. Sorry. And you've had some interactions with the Manning family before. Yeah, you know, and when I when I was living in Mississippi, we'd go home for the holidays. Uh, it, it wouldn't be uncommon to bump into Peyton Manning or maybe Eli Manning at one of the local uh, eateries or pubs in Mississippi. So yeah, lots of fun there. So growing up in Mississippi, Jackson area, who's that make you a fan of? Who's your NFL team? Well, I would say by default it would be the Saints. There you go, Tyree. Yeah. There we go. Okay. <laughs> I like them already. <laughs> oh, man. That's a great taste. That's a great All right. Taste. So Saints, they are looking to have a pretty good year. It's a good time to be a Saints fan. Good time to be a Saints fan. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, <laughs> are, are you, you still stung over the NFC Championship? For the past two seasons, <laughs> I'm never going to get over it. Never. But Colin Cowherd, uh, the herd um, on Fox Sports, Always talks about how he is—he's not—he doesn't believe in the Saints this year. Thinks it's going to be a down year. Ooh, yeah, I think. I don't know about that. That's what I say. <laughs> but you know, he—he he talks reckless, so I'm not listening to him. <laughs> well, we're going to get into some more sports here later on. But Tim, let's talk about this place a little bit. Brand new, just opened, just across the street from Walmart. A little bit tough to find, though. You got construction going on here. But tell some some of our listeners if they're interested in checking you out, which they need to, because this is an amazing place. 
How do they go about doing that? What are some signs to look for as far as finding their way here? Well, we're the biggest, we're the biggest um, auto dealership here in the UP, and we're the, the, the newest and the most state-of-the-art. And we're in the busiest intersection in the UP. So we're across the street from Walmart. We're next door to Target. We're right down the street from Meyer, across the street from Menards. And, I mean, we're right here where, where, where they call the power strip. Mm-hmm. Now, there is some construction going on if you haven't been outside lately. <laughs> and uh, we have one exit and one entrance, and it's the same. <laughs> so once you get in here, you can get out, but you gotta come. You got to go out the same way you came in. We have some new signs that are ordered to help people get, make their way in. But, you know, if you need some help getting in, we've been doing videos on Facebook. We've been doing lives on Facebook. Also, we have a shuttle service. We can come and get you. Uh, we can come pick your vehicle up, bring it here, get it serviced, and deliver it back to you. So there are a lot of creative things we can do to make sure and to ensure that your vehicle's, you know, uh, serviced properly and on time for maintenance. So let's say I'm looking for your place. I'm having trouble finding it. I go to Walmart just down the street. If I were to call you and say, I'm having trouble finding you, my car is in Walmart, would that be a possibility that you could come help me out? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're we're full service. We have drivers on staff uh, to help out at any time. Uh, Our service department has service porters on staff to help out at any time. So, yeah, I mean, logistically, it's a little bit of a nightmare right now, but you have us with our service to help facilitate that for you. Well, I tell you what, growing up in Mississippi, you're twisted between maybe the Saints, the Cowboys. There were Cowboy fans around where you grew up, right? Absolutely. (laughs) Big Cowboy fans in Mississippi, big, big Saints fans in Mississippi. And, uh, yeah, we had a blast with that. Well, the Cowboys have been in the news quite a bit lately. Some, you know, good news, some that... I'm sure they would wish they weren't in the news for. But some good news yesterday, Jalen Smith, star linebacker, gets a new deal. I mean, he got paid $64 million over the course of the next five years. 35.5 of that is guaranteed. I tell you what, I really like Jalen Smith. I'm a Notre Dame guy. He was a Notre Dame guy. And I think back to New Year's Day 2016, the Fiesta Bowl, tearing his ACL against Ohio State. I thought, oh, man, what does this mean for his NFL career? Because he was going to be one of the best players uh, that, you know, maybe linebacker generation, certainly that class. And I wondered what his future looked like now. And he's come back, and what he's done since then has just been amazing. I'm happy for him. I think it's deserved. He's now the fourth highest paid linebacker in the NFL. But do you think this was simply somebody getting the money they deserved, or do you think Jerry was sending a little bit of a message to Ezekiel Elliott? Personally, now uh, no, I don't – I think Jalen, he's definitely produced ever since he's been healthy. I always knew that he was going to be a star talent when he got his knee right. So, you know, Jerry Jones took the uh, took the chance on him, even though a lot of people weren't going to in the second round. Um, so I think he deserves the money. I think the money that he got is nowhere near what Zeke wants. No. So that's so I don't think it's sending it's sending a message that he's willing to pay, but at the right price. So Zeke still laying out in Cabo or whatever, you know, have, <laughs> having his fun, probably training still, but he's still looking at it like I deserve this money. I've been two time lead rusher. He, uh, I deserve to get this money because without me, we're not gonna go to the Super Bowl. So. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's hard to come back from an ACL injury like that, and to do you've got to be in the right mental capacity to handle that from 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 all you know from all walks of life. And I think you know 
the, the Cowboys saw that, recognized that with his work ethic and his hard work and, and how he's performed. Hey, he deserves that kind of money, mm-hmm. you know, to come back from an injury like that. Not many people do. Who, who do you think? How many athletes do? Exactly. Who can do it as effectively as he can and been the li- uh, be the linebacker that he has been? I mean, we're eight days away from kicking off the NFL season. The Cowboys thought that they were Super Bowl uh, contenders maybe this year. I tell you what, the way they are right now, I, I'm not saying that Zeke has more leverage, but the way they're built right now, they're not better than Philadelphia. At least I wouldn't. I don't think they're division champions as they are right now. Would you guys agree? Uh, no, I, th- yeah. I think Philly will win. I think okay. Philly will win because they still have a lot of talent. People are still with the argument of whether Carson Wentz is better than Dak. Um, right now, Philly has the better, um, the better backfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cowboys have, uh, the rookie, Tony. Pollard. Yeah, Tony Pollard. Um, they sound out, they signed Alfred Morris as well. But Philly, now they have Jordan Howard. Mm-hmm. Um, they got Darren Sproles back. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, they got Darren Sproles back one year deal. So I think Philly is looking more like the team to beat in that division just because the Cowboys aren't secured on what's going on right now. And I'm glad you brought Jordan Howard up because once Jerry comes on, i got to ask him how the Bears let him ever get away. <laughs> They're going to come to regret that. Yeah, it does. It, it, it's not a, it, it wouldn't be the same if the Cowboys weren't starting their year with something going on just mm-hmm. off the wall, right? That's just par for the course. Well, I tell you what, I can't wait for football to come back, and we're only eight days away from the Packers, the Bears. We're going to talk to Jerry about that. Jerry and Kevin, I'm sure, got to be button heads here at the, uh, at the, not the studio. How about at the dealership a little bit? Oh, yeah, it's going to be fun. I mean, football is a big time of the year here. Uh, all the guys on, on our staff are just, you know, they're, they're rivals. If they're not a Chicago Bear or a Green Bay Packer, there's, you know, there's always something going on, and you know that game's going to be exciting. I don't mean to deviate from the topic of conversation too much, but I want to make sure that we talk about this facility because this is wonderful, Tim. I thought this was really cool that your dealership is the only one in America, not just UP, but in America, that has Nissan, Hyundai, and Toyota, right, all in the same location? Yeah, you know, we're talking sports here and talking about competitive, man. I tell you what, these three brands are the most competitive brands out there, the top three imports you know, on the market, and to have all three of the top brands under one roof is something else. We're really excited to have that, and it wasn't easy getting it done, but uh, we, we were able to work it together. The manufacturers all worked together and able to put this big, beautiful building up in one of the best places to live in the nation. Well, it's not just a dealership here, but you do full-service repairs, everything you have to offer. Tell our listeners a little bit about what you guys have to offer back in the garage. Yeah, we're full-service, state-of-the-art service drive, state-of-the-art service facility, all-new lifts, state-of-the-art body shop, all-new body shop. We're also covered, so in inclement weather, you can fit up to 12 vehicles inside our awning. So, And it's all powered, it's all censored, you pull up. The garage opens up for you automatically. You drive in into a heated or air conditioned, depending on the time of year. You know, so it's like that all year round. So you're taken care of there. Um, so the the technicians all have new equipment. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a, we service all vehicles. It doesn't have to be a Honda, Toyota, or Nissan. It can be any manufacturer. And we sell all vehicles. We sell all makes and models. We have one of the largest used car our pre-owned inventories in the UP. So um, we sell a lot of vehicles uh, pre-owned as well. With our certified, they all have a two-year, 100,000-mile warranty as long as they fall between the parameters of a certain year and a certain mileage. And we also sell cars that are very inexpensive. If, if, if you need a starter car uh, to start out, a point A to point B car, we sell those as well. 
we safety them, make sure that they're ready to go. And then, uh, yeah, so it's a good place to start. Once again, the Sports Pen is live on location today. We are at Riverside Marquette on US 41, talking with General Manager Tim Dawson, Tyree Smith of ABC 10 here as well. We'll talk with more of the staff throughout the show, talk a little more sports. Your amenities here, though, Tim, they're great. I mean, if you're waiting for your car to get done, you want to stick around, I mean, you got an awesome place back there. It's it's fancy. i got to admit, I had a small bag of popcorn back there. It was delicious. I mean, you've got a lot going for you here. Yeah, we have uh, we have a nice new popcorn machine. The old one didn't make it, but uh, the new one did. A lot of people, some of the guys, some of the people in the neighborhood stopped by just for popcorn, believe it or not. So, yeah, we got fresh popcorn every day, fresh coffee every day. We have tea. We have bottled water. We have, you know, fruit. We have granola bars. But we also have a nice nice lounge. It's, it's, it's not just a place that's circled with chairs. I mean, you've got literally leather lounge chairs in there. You have workstations that are cubicle style with charging stations, USB ports. We have a, like a, a sitting bar there so you can put your laptop in there. We also, ha- we also have seating that's out uh, around the borders of that. We have a dual fireplace. We have dual TVs. You can catch sports on one TV or news on the other or whatever you like. So, yeah, I mean, one of the things we've noticed since we did build this state-of-the-art facility and, and, and we really paid a lot of attention to what, what, what do our guests want more? You know, they, they want it to be comfortable if they have to stay here for a long wait. They want it to be uh, kind of like sitting at home, uh, you know, where you're not just waiting to get out of here, you know. So, yeah, we did. We, we, we spent a lot of time. We asked. We did a survey. And we talked to a lot of our guests, and that's what they wanted. And uh, that's what we produced. That's what we put out there for them. Tim, before we hit the first break, anything else that I didn't touch on you want our listeners to know about Riverside Marquette? Hey, it's our grand opening still. We have a huge selection of inventory. The manufacturers, Honda, Toyota, and Nissan, have stepped up. They've given us extra incentives for all of our guests here in the UP. Come and take it. Take advantage of that. I mean, we have brand-new SUVs as low as $199 a month. We have brand-new all-wheel-drive Nissan Altimos, $199 a month. We have trucks that are $199 a month, the all-new Tacoma. Um, and the Tundra is leasing out better than it ever has. Huge rebates, huge incentives. I mean, you got to come check it out. Tanner Hoops with you, Tyree Smith of ABC 10, and Tim Dawson, General Manager at Riverside Marquette. Again, we are live on location today at Riverside Marquette, their grand opening. Get down there if you haven't already. Tim, appreciate you being here. We're going to talk with more of the staff. And if you want to come back on here before the end of the hour, we'd love to have you. Hey, thanks so much. I mean, it's a pleasure having ESPN UP out here and Channel 10 out here hanging out. I mean, it just kind of makes it feel comfortable and, you know, part of the neighborhood and, we appreciate it. Thanks so much. Let's take our first time out. we got much more coming up from Riverside Marquette next on ESPN-UP. Check out the UP's live and local sports talk show, The Sports Pen. Weekday afternoons at 4 on ESPN-UP and on the ESPN-UP app. Tanner Hoops with you, special edition of The Sports Pen. We are on location and glad to have you along. Therese Smith of ABC 10 in studio with me. Well, I shouldn't say in studio, right? Did I do that again? <laughs> yes, I did that you the did. First segment, didn't it's I? okay. It's okay. It's a habit, man. We need to do more shows here is what I'm getting. I like that. I like that idea. So I tell you what, Tim Dawson, the general manager here, was on for our first segment. Kevin Haggins is on now. Northern Michigan football fans will remember your name a little bit. 
Well, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I played a long time ago. That was a long time ago. Kevin is a former wide receiver here at Northern Michigan. Played a little semi-pro bowl after that. I want to hear more about that. Tell me about your career after Northern. Well, I took a couple years off, and then I decided my uh, ex-sales manager, Dave Corpy, at Hilltop RV, decided that I should play semi-pro, so he signed me up. And, you know, 2014, uh, went there and played well. And I played semi-pro for five years. Uh, shout out to the Arctic Blast out of Norway, Iron Mountain. So it was fun. Well, I tell you what, Kevin, uh, I was talking to you earlier, and you're from the Milwaukee area. Yep. So Packers, Bucks, pretty yep. much all the Milwaukee Green Bay teams. Yeah, I mean, you know, you grow up as a winner being a Packer fan. <laughs> um, you know, shout out to Brett Favre if, he, if he's listening. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I grew up in, in Milwaukee, and Wisconsin was, you know, you didn't have a choice really. So what are your expectations for the Packers this year? They take that next step forward under LaFleur? Oh, you want the honest opinion? I, I want that. We're all about the honest opinions. I think they'll be 7-9 and nine or 8-8. Eight and eight. Okay. Uh, right. And Coach LaFleur uh, coached us, coached well, me at Northern. Did he have – you had him as a coach. Yeah, okay. he's part of the reason I came here. So, <laughs> wow. yeah, he was here for a semester, and then he left to go – I don't remember where he went. But, yeah, I got to – I learned a lot from him in that short time span, though. Very your, smart guy. Who was your quarterback when you were at Northern? We had Ben Hempel, who was my high school quarterback. Okay. And then uh, Carter Kopak to finish out my career. I tell you what, Tyree Smith once again in studio. Not in studio. If I do that again, Tyree. I, I'll let you know. I'll give you a little <laughs> pinch. I'll let you know. <laughs> Kevin Haggins with us. We are on location at Riverside Marquette. Uh, Tyree again from ABC 10. And then Kevin, sales associate here at Riverside I tell you what, this is a fancy place. I mean, this has got to feel good when you come here, sneak some popcorn during the work day. That's good popcorn over yeah. there. Shout out to Sean for making the popcorn. Uh, I don't do that. <laughs> I can barely cook anything. So what is it that you do as a sales associate here? Well, we do a lot. Um, it's not just about selling cars. You know, we, we're pretty much the face of the building. Um, people come in, they see us first usually. So uh, we have to move the cars, make sure the cars are clean, make sure we can find cars for people. It's a lot. It's more than just, you know, getting people to buy something from it and you have to actually make a friend and i think that that's the best part about our job is that you know we we made friends i've been here for five years the second longest behind sesser who's on vacation he's been here for 20. well i'm planning on talking to jerry here throughout the course of the next hour but packers and bears open mm-hmm. up the season against each other are you and Jerry starting the trash talk already? I mean, that doesn't stop. Jerry still talks about the 85 Bears, which I wasn't born yet, so I'm not sure why that's even a, in conversation. But, uh, yeah, I love Jerry. He's uh, one of my favorites, and the Bears are trash. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. So, that's a hard Ty statement. Tyree's a Saints guy, and he's already yeah. taking offense to it. I'm a Brett Favre guy, so I, I, I okay. do love Drew Brees as well. Drew Brees, the greatest quarterback of all time. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> we, we can have that. I don't think anyone else but you was going to go that far. Oh, I do love God. Drew. I don't think he's the greatest. I right. Mean, oh, man. I used to say Brett, but I think it's a guy named Tom that actually is the greatest quarterback of all nah, time. I don't, nah, I don't, I don't think Tom. I don't think Tom. <laughs> So when Brett Favre went over to the Jets, and then probably even worse for, for you, for the Vikings, did you no, become a Vikings, Vikings fan? No, I was a Vikings fan for two years. Really? Yeah. A guy from anywhere, Green Bay can be a Vikings fan. Anywhere that Favre went, I went. So, that doesn't sound safe. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a guy from Green Bay, Kevin, was a Vikings fan briefly. So he follows Brett Favre wherever he goes. Mm-hmm. You, Tyree, follow LeBron James wherever he goes. Basically. <laughs> so, so, how can you think LeBron is the greatest basketball player of all time? How old are you? I am 22. Oh, that's why. <laughs> that's exactly. I, listen, listen. I say he's the greatest of all time, but he's definitely top two. Um, yeah, behind Jordan. Okay, I'll yeah. agree with you on that. Well, right. Kobe's in front of LeBron. Really? Uh, oh. Yeah. 
Ooh, I don't know about that one. <laughs> That's a tough yeah. one. I'm not saying I disagree. I just love the hot take. Yeah. <laughs> We're uh, all about those here at yeah, ESPN. Uh, I do love LeBron, but he's just not a he's not a closer, man. He's not a uh, okay. I okay. mean, if you're gonna argue about the past finals that he's been in, I don't even care about the finals. Really? He's just he when the game's on the line. As an athlete, I'm sure we all were. Mm-hmm. You want the ball in your hand. Of course. LeBron wants to pass it off, which is a good play. Sometimes you got to pass off to your teammates. Don't get me wrong, but, look, if we're going to lose, I would rather have my guy who's making $180 million lose it for me. So what about the play when they were against the Raptors and LeBron made that corner three? It was like last second. Yeah. Does that not count as a closer? One. Out of 15 years, <laughs> I mean, oh man, see that, that that's a hard that's a hard argument. I can't get. I can into just that. wind you two up and let you go. <laughs> oh my god, that is LeBron LeBron's the best not closer. A closer. That's wow. I hope he listens to this. I'm okay. gonna send I to shout him. out to LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> He's listening. Okay, let me give you guys your choice. Then you've got one shot. Mm-hmm. You've got your choice of LeBron, Kawhi Leonard. We'll throw Kyrie up there because the 2016 Finals. Okay. Harden or Steph? Who's taking that shot? Steph. Steph. Uh, From 38 feet. <laughs> do we do we want to get specific, like a two-pointer, yeah, three-pointer? No, we want to get as specific as possible. If it's a two-pointer, I'll take LeBron. Okay. If it's a three, I'll take Steph. So what happens if they foul LeBron? He's got to go to the free throw line. Because <laughs> you know he ain't making both that, of them. That's a tough <laughs> <laughs> Heck of LeBron. Ooh, that's a tough yeah, yeah, Never mind. I won't have LeBron at that one because he, yeah. he wasn't doing too hot on the, uh, on the foul line, on the free yeah. throw line last year. So... I don't know about that. Yeah, you got me. All right. <laughs> if there we it go. works out that LeBron, the Lakers, play Giannis and the Bucks in the finals this year, we're going to have to do this again because know, that's be going to be a great show. That would be fun. What are your expectations for Milwaukee this year? I think they're going to be good. I think they, you know, they lost a close one to Toronto, which was, I mean, a learning experience, I hope. And mm-hmm. the Greek freak, I don't think anyone's going to be able to stop in about two years if he can develop a jump shot. Is he on pace to be better than LeBron? Just let him answer this. I know you, I don't Tyrese, you can, give me that look. You can't compare the two. just like you can't compare Michael and LeBron. Okay. They're completely two different animals. So. I like that. Uh, do you want me to answer yeah, that? Not, oh, no, now you can answer <laughs> Now you uh, may dialogue. Yeah. Uh, until I see Giannis start making threes in, in clutch situations, then we could talk about I agree, that. I, I will give you that one. But for now, but for now, nah, I don't think so. But when I use 2K and I use Giannis, <laughs> nobody can stop me. That's so. right. If a sentence right. starts with when I use 2K, <laughs> nothing after that matters. <laughs> exactly. When I play 2K, Giannis is all-star. That's, That's who I got to use. I do well, love He 2K. is an all-star in real life. Exactly. But nobody's stopping him. That's nobody true. is. So I tell you what, uh, you look at the World Cup coming up and you make me think of Giannis. Uh, Greece, I mean, if he dominates the NBA like he does, what is he going to do to a world full of guys that, one, either can't be in the NBA, they're playing professionally in Europe, or two, they are in the NBA, but they choose not to play in the World Cup? I can't wait to see Giannis on this stage. Like, are you guys going to pay attention to the World Cup? I know it's right during football season, but I still like these kind of tournaments. I just saw uh, a highlight of him five blocks in a row, um, <laughs> which I don't think is fair. Like, it's, at, one, at some point, someone just got to be like, I don't want to play anymore. Basically. You, you can still pay me. I don't think it's – I mean, it's, it's – he's he can't even be guarded by NBA players. Nope. These guys are like 5'4", and he's 8 feet 9. Playing the Tunisian national team yeah. where he lights up the Celtics and the it, Raptors. Yeah. It's like the U.S. – it's like the dream team. It's oh, just, goodness. You know, it's not fair. See, I, I, the team – 
the team is Giannis at this point. <laughs> Everybody else dropped out. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll, I'm going to watch him for a little bit, but yeah. I'm going to make sure to have my NFL red zone on the side <laughs> because there's not much. So I already know they're going to win. I already yeah. know uh, we're going to win. Here. You're not worried about the U.S. not winning it? No, no, no. no. Well, they'll be all right. Because I, even though literally everybody dropped out from C.J. McCullough, Dame, yeah. everybody dropped out, I still don't think there's going to be another country that could beat us. When Thaddeus Young was getting a tryout, that's when I started working. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was panic mode. If your name's Thaddeus, you shouldn't be in the NBA. <laughs> I tell you what, if there's anybody who is worried about the U.S., it might be Greg Popovich. He said earlier today he believes Australia could be the favorite in this tournament. I didn't know that they had a lot outside of Simmons, who isn't playing, yeah. and then Patty Mills and Dante Exum, who's never really taken off. I think Pop is just saying that so people will tune in. <laughs> I, mean, I think Pop's getting kind of old. Yeah. You know? I don't think he knows what he's talking about. So Don't worry about the U.S. The U.S. will be all right. U.S. has been fine for years. I would like to think so, but yeah, remember the, was it 04, 06, they went to Greece and didn't even medal? What was it? They I mean, got was, like fourth? It's a down year. Everything yeah. was. Uh, I think it was 06. Might have been 06. I, th- I thought it was. Either yeah, think, 04 or 06. Yeah, I think it's 06. Um, I mean, a little, a little down year, but I mean, what your expectations for U.S. needs to still be high. Mm. I, I don't think. I'm not going anywhere less than undefeated. I can't. All right. Until I see something different. But I love a good upset. Just like just like when college football starts and they play the you know the non conference teams and stuff and they get the upsets, that's what I love to see. So now we got college football right around the corner as well. What are you guys college football teams? Who are you gonna be watching? Oh boy. Well I'm supposed to say the Badgers, but I gotta be honest, I don't watch too much college football. More of a pro guy? Yeah. College football is kind of slow and boring. Okay. Really? It's too much running. I'm a receiver, man. I want to throw the thing. <laughs> right. You played. So that's, that's kind of weird I mean, to hear you say that. Let's throw this thing around. I'm not trying to read option. I don't want, I'm not blocking. Unless you're watching Washington State. Yes. I mean, they air the ball out. Yeah. Air raid. Air Other raid than them. Offense. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Did um, you tell me your college team last time, Tyree? Miami. Yes, that's right. University I did know that. Miami. Miami. I will I will be watching them very closely, but I'm also going to watch UCF because my um, my uncle used to coach there, but now he coaches at Nebraska nice. um, with Scott Frost. So I'm going to be watching a little bit of both. Um, I know Miami takes on Florida in the opener, so uh, University of Florida. So that's going to be a good game. Got a lot of um, friends who are split between split between teams right now, so that's yeah. going to be tough. So are you going to be watching a little Nebraska football too? Pulling oh, of for course, the, of course. People are expecting a lot from them this year. Mm-hmm. They just revealed their new black jerseys. Look, those are cool. Yeah, very beautiful. <laughs> I love those jerseys. Now, will they do winning in them? We are going to see. <laughs> but they're definitely going to look good winning or losing. So, yeah. <laughs> Well, I tell you what. The Big Ten regular season win projections were released earlier today. Mm. Nobody is predicted to do better than 10-2 and two in the Big Ten, which kind of surprised me. Really? As long as you're going to win the Big Ten championship, we don't care. As long as you do that, you make the Rose Bowl at That's best. Right. Maybe worse if you think you're a playoff team. <laughs> but right now, Ohio State predicted to win 10 games. Michigan at 9.5, whatever that means. Basically. Nebraska and Penn State with 8.5. Michigan State, Wisconsin, 8. Iowa, Minnesota, 7.5. And then beyond that, nobody really cares. <laughs> sure. Oh, my goodness. That I mean, it really depends on how you're looking at it. Some teams, like Wisconsin uh, last year, well, they were on an uh, unbelievable undefeated streak, and then mm-hmm. they lose. I forgot who they lost to. They got Jonathan Taylor, who may be the best running back in college football. Mm-hmm. I don't really see an argument of why he wouldn't be. Yeah. Um, but then you have also teams like Michigan who can't close against Ohio State, <laughs> which is why they won't be, you know, the top dog or making it. Is that going to happen again this year? 
remember it last show when I was with you. I, I said know. I believe I believe Michigan is going to do it this time okay. just because Urban Meyer's not there. Okay, that's my only reason why. And they're sponsored by Jordan, not LeBron. <laughs> 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 throw that up. They know how to close that it out. Good one. Okay, that was a good one. Oh man, I don't. The mid, Jordan jerseys aren't really that appealing to me either. Oh, so here we go. That's not gonna help. So you you wearing LeBron's over Jordans too? Ooh, now nah, okay. okay I'm not wearing neither. I'm okay. wearing Nike. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> this is going to have to be a show again sometime. This, this is great. We are hitting the bottom of the hour, which means we got to take a break. Kevin, I appreciate you being here. No, no thank you guys I'm looking for Looking forward to talking again sometime. Awesome. Soon. Thanks, guys. All right, let's take our next time out. we got more coming up from Riverside Marquette next on ESPN-UV. Check out the UP's live and local sports talk show, The Sports Pen. Weekday afternoons at 4 on ESPN-UP and on the ESPN-UP app. To Marquette's Riverside Auto, Tanner Hoops with you. Glad to have you along. A very special edition of the Sports Pen on location. Tyree Smith of ABC 10 is with me. we got another guest, Jerry Quasick, sales associate here. What's up, Jerry? How you guys doing today? I'm doing fine. Beautiful weather we're having out today with this the weather of construction going on. <laughs> Enjoy the weather while we have it. Yeah, I can get used to this because it's going to be winter. It's going to be snowing here in probably less than a month and a half. I think we got snow October 5 last year. Didn't stick long, but it was still way too early. Like, I was traumatized. Oh, my goodness. That does not make me... I don't look forward to that, but I'm going to look forward to staying in my apartment and just watching some football and stuff. Oh, no, no, no. ABC 10 is going to keep you busy. You're going to have games to cover. See, me and Michael are going to have the nice conversation about that one when the snow falls. Uh, yeah, well, I tell you what, when the snow does come out, we got all these four-wheel drive trucks and, you know, SUVs ready for everybody out there, so... Jerry, your plug game is great. It took me a few months here at ESPN UP to be able to master that, but I like that. Okay. Sales associate. So, what do you do here at ABC? What does a sales associate do? Uh, well, I'm the sales manager here. I keep an oh. eye on uh, on all the nice folks that come in here and uh, make sure they get taken care of. You know, give them what they really would like. You know, for uh, you know transportation. You know, kids, families, all that good stuff. So, you know, that's what we do here. We're going to get back to Riverside Marquette, but I've neglected to give you your Sports Center update. Let's do that now. The Minnesota Wild are hiring Bill Guerin as their new general manager. Guerin spent the past eight years as the assistant GM of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Ty Lu has agreed to become the L.A. Clippers' top assistant to head coach Doc Rivers. Lou previously coached under Rivers from 2011-2014. You don't like that, Tyree? No, I don't like that one at all. <laughs> he knows all about LeBron. That's going to be a problem. And finally, while sailing near the Dominican Republic in the year 1493, Christopher Columbus saw a manatee for the first time. However, Columbus didn't know what a manatee was and believed them to be mermaids. He wrote in his journal that mermaids are, quote, not as beautiful as they're painted out to be. <laughs> that is your Sports <laughs> Center the, update. That's the best one I've heard yet. Okay. <laughs> Tanner Hoops, Tyree Smith, and Jerry Kwasik with you. So, Jerry, you're a Chicago sports guy through and through. Bears, Cubs, Bulls, Blackhawks? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, well, right now, you know, the season's coming up. Well, we got the Cubbies right now. They're uh, in a little fight with the St. Louis Cardinals mm -hmm. and the Brew Crew. Yep. Which always gives the Cubs a little bit of a, a little bit of a trouble, you know. But, you know, it's it's all in good fun. But you know, talking about the Bears, you know, you, you know, it looks like the Bears are trying to get that magic back, back from from '85, uh, mm. back when that was one of the best teams in the NFL. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, I had Kevin on here before you. He said that you love, your go-to is going back to 1985 and talking about the '85 Bears. How true is that? Is there any truth to that? 
Well, there's a little bit of truth, but uh, it, it's kind of hard to really uh, say it's it's not the truth because that was a magical year, mm-hmm. you know. Some of you guys, I hate to say this, and I've got to be saying it now, but I don't think some of you guys are even born yet. No, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what that's what they call a legacy. Yep. You, know, I, you know, that's one of those one of those uh, teams that it was fun to watch, and uh, hopefully the Bears can do that again. Well, I tell you what, earlier this week I did a show segment, the greatest coach in the history of all 32 franchises. The Bears was one of the toughest ones to pick because it came down to Papa Bear or Iron Mike. What would be your pick? Well, I can tell you this. Um, you know, for the time, definitely Ditko was one of the one of the colorfulest <laughs> head coaches. But don't forget, you had Buddy Ryan yep. on the defense. You almost kind of had like two different teams. Then you had the special teams. Then you had, you know, our, our field goal kicker was awesome, Butler. Mm-hmm. You had Walter Payton. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had all the old pros there, man. We had probably one of the best NFL teams in the last 100 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't think everybody's agreeing with me at this point, but, you know, hey, the Bears were something special back then. I would say That's what they're doing there. this yeah. year, too, coming up. I would say the 85 Bears, for the record, are one of the top 100 teams in NFL history. <laughs> what do you think the – what year was it, the – Oh five Saints was that the year they won it? Oh uh, nine, oh eight, oh nine, oh eight, oh nine. Okay, where does that team compare? He's the Saints guy. Oh man, uh, I don't think that compares to the eighty five <laughs> Bears. I'm not. I'm not even gonna lie to you on that one. We we without that Tracy uh, Tracy Porter interception in the late in the fourth quarter, we would not have won that game. Mm. Um, going against Peyton Manning, now that's definitely top five quarterback mm. of all time. Definitely a hard task for them to do, but I would not put the um, 0809 Saints as one of the uh, top teams ever. But I, I, I'll give them, I'll give them in the top 100, like you said, the Bears. I'll well, put them in you the know, top 100. I should have said the, the top two, but anyway, <laughs> it, what I was going to tell you is too. Iron Mike did coach for the the Saints for, for what two years? He did mm-hmm. a couple years? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then. You know, got his money and left. Pretty yeah, <laughs> that's when they, I believe that's when they had uh, Ricky Williams. Ricky, yep. Yeah. Old Ricky, yeah. That was not what we thought it was going to be. <laughs> you know, speaking, well, of, tried. speaking of Saints coaches, speaking back to that segment I did Monday, the Saints, I should mention, were one of the easiest teams to do that for because there are two coaches in Saints history that have winning records, and one of them is Jim Mora. Yeah, it was pretty easy. Jim, Jim um, came in in an era where the Saints really needed some help. Yeah. So I can't knock what he did for the organization. Right. But what Sean Payton has done and is currently doing, revolution. Like, you can't change that. Like, nobody will ever. I think Sean Payton is in top ten coaches of all time, personally. I like to wind up Tyree, get him upset. You want to talk about Sean Payton, Drew Brees. He's fun to wind him up a little bit. <laughs> and I've never told you this. But what was your reaction to the Minneapolis Miracle when it happened? The who? The Minneapolis Miracle. Was that heartbreaking? Was it anger? Because I was at that game and saw it live. Probably the greatest sporting event I've ever been to. See, now I said who because I tried to forget it. Thanks, Tanner. I appreciate it. Um, that was an, I was in my dorm, um, junior year of college. Um, I was with my friend who's a Vikings fan, um, and then I was watching. I was just like, oh, snap. All they got to do is tackle him in bounds. Game will be over. And then he didn't make the tackle. So I walked out, walked back in. I had to realize what was happening. And I cried. I sat there and cried. Well, they had the spirit of Prince was in the, they said. There you in the, go. In the, in the momentum of it, you know. Oh, Purple my. Haze. Purple no, that Rain. Was, that was Hendrix. Wait a minute. 
Purple Rain. Purple Rain. There you go. Purple Rain. Yeah, there you go. Oh, man. I like that. I like the taste of music. Uh, um, I, I guess so. I don't know what we had. We obviously had grease on our arms because we were not tackling. I have no words for that. And for it to happen t- two years in a row, well, divisional, and then happen in an NFC championship. Mm-hmm. So now let's see this happen in the Super Bowl. Let's let us win it. <laughs> well, last year wasn't your fault. What happened in January, that wasn't the Saints' fault. No. The Minneapolis Miracle was, but that wasn't. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and then, and I, since I did to Tyree, I'm going to do it to you too, Jerry. What about the double doink? What was your reaction? The double who? The double doink. <laughs> Cody Park. I know. he's. <laughs> Guys are trying to forget these traumatic moments. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh, man. That was a tear. And I'm with you on that because I blotted out completely the 2012 NCAA National Championship game. 42-14 to 14 lost to Alabama. Oh my oh, completely blotted that out. Yeah, uh, Manti Teo did not have a have a no, good he didn't. game that the year. One game he didn't show up was the biggest one of the year. Exactly, Eddie Lacy was. All right, hey, we got to say goodbye to Jerry a little bit early. Appreciate you being here, though, Jerry. Thank you very much, and uh, you know, go Cubs, go Bears. I talked to him earlier. He's not worried about Vic Fangio leaving to be the Broncos head coach because they've still got Khalil Mack, and really, that's all you need. I mean, okay. They also have um, Eddie Jackson. Yep. They got uh, they got Kyle Fuller. Yep. They got a great they got a great defense. They still got um, a pretty decent offense. I think uh, Taylor Gabriel coming yeah. back. Uh, Allen Robinson, Tariq Cohen might be taking over. Uh, no, they got David Montgomery. They was yeah, drafted from Iowa State. Him, so he'll probably take the load, and Tariq will still stay that Darren Sproles type of um, player. Mitch, I forgot to ask him about Jordan Howard. But you're right, Mitch. Yeah, they got Mitch is coming up, and people Mm. bag on him so much. But Mm. I think he is a pretty decent quarterback. You know what? We have two quarterbacks here that both brought their teams to the playoffs last year between Jared Goff and Mitch Trubisky, guys who struggled during their rookie year under a head coach that's no longer with the team. Their sophomore season, they get somebody who elevates their game. But I tell you what, I'm not ready to say they're each system quarterbacks. But I trust Trubisky more than Jared Goff. Am I crazy for thinking that? No, because Jared Goff had a lot better weapons. Um, in some in some ways, Jared had he had the team to win now, mm-hmm. and uh, Mitch had the team to win soon. Not now, but soon. Mm-hmm. And I think soon could possibly be this year. They won't beat the Saints if it comes <laughs> to that. But they um they have they have weapons that are young and that will develop. But I believe the Rams' offense was created or was built in that time to win. Now, oh but, yeah. But now, if you look at it in this season, I, I possibly I'll take the uh, Chicago offense over um, Jerry Goff's offense, definitely. You know, to be honest with you, I have Seattle winning that division over LA this year. I think really? LA will be a wild card team. But I tell you what, I, I'm still taking Seattle in that uh, division. Russell hey, Wilson. It's Russell Wilson. We got a new guest, Tom Payment, sales manager here at. Riverside Marquette. Once again, we are on location. Beautiful location downtown in Marquette off Highway 41. So Tom joins us. What's up, Tom? How's it going, guys? Happy to be here. Yeah, pretty. It's going good. You know, we're enjoying. This is something new. Yeah. I think we've all had a lot of fun here. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm happy to have you guys down here. Beautiful new facility. Um, you know, we're just kind of waiting for the construction to clean up a little bit more. Looks like we're supposed to have our side drive open. Hopefully tomorrow morning. But uh, if you know where you're going, it's not actually that hard to get in here. So so where are you from, Tom? What, what are your teams? I'm originally from here in Marquette. Okay. Uh, so I'm Detroit teams through and through. All right. I don't follow basketball a whole lot, but okay. if I'm rooting for a team, it would be Pistons. But I'm a big Red Wings fan. All right. And 
decently big Lions fan. Okay, well, I know it's been tough it's well, the last couple of years for some of those teams. Uh, but I tell you what, Red Wing, I'm pulling for him. I think getting Iserman back is going to be the right move. Huge. huge. Having Iserman back is huge. I mean, not just for the team, but for everybody's morale. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, my goodness. Bringing, bringing Stevie back is just a big deal. They needed something to change there, and they just needed something to give fans hope, give them optimism, sell them on that. Yep. You like Blaschel as a head coach? I do. I, I think he's good for the young guys. I mean, he did a really good job with the Griffins. Um, bringing up the young guys with you know Tatar and Nyquist back then, um, and I think he'll be good for the young guys coming up right now. There's some things that he does that I'm not too sure of, but I don't know. It, it, time will tell. I don't think I don't think he'll be there for long. I, I've heard that Iserman's going to honor the contract that he has. He's not going to fire him or nothing like mm-hmm. that. But um, I think that he probably has a different plan as we go forward. Well, I'll tell you what, you've, you've got a really good team in Grand Rapids right now. You've got mm-hmm. a lot of young talent that's not too far away. Taro Hirose being somebody I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. Do you have a college team? You know, I don't really. I follow it a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, I like, I mean, I'm from, I graduated from Northern, mm-hmm. uh, so I follow Northern a little bit, but I'm not, I don't have too many, you know, I don't. Michigan and Michigan State were always the enemies growing up because right. they followed Northern. Right. So, uh, you know, a lot of people ask me from Michigan, oh, which one do you like? I don't really have a preference. I, you know, I always grew up rooting against both of them. So. That's the right thing to do, Tom. That was the right answer. <laughs> that's I mean, that's one thing we can all agree on here, maybe not most of our listeners, but Michigan and State are the enemy. They, they Absolutely. That's how I grew up anyway. Tyree, you look skeptical. <laughs> I mean, they, they listen, Michigan – after they beat on um, Miami, I believe it was the Orange Bowl. I believe it was like two years ago. I'm not too much of a fan. <laughs> no. Not too much of a fan. But I do want them to be at Ohio State and stuff. So if I had to choose between Michigan and Michigan State, I'd have to say Michigan Wolverines. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, we are hitting our next break. Tom, you want to hang around with us through the break? Sure, why not? All right, let's come back and finish it off next on ESPN-UP. Check out the UP's live and local sports talk show, The Sports Pen. Weekday afternoons at 4 on ESPN-UP and on the ESPN-UP app. For our show today, you can check it out on demand. Go to our website, ESPNUP.com, or get our app from the Apple App Store or Google Play. Just look up ESPN-UP. Tanner Hoops with you. We're live on location from Riverside Marquette out on Highway 41. If you haven't yet... Be sure to get here. It's a traverse. It's a journey trying to get here with all the construction, but it's worth it. Great facility here. I've got Tyree Smith from ABC10 here with me. Plus, we got Tom Payment, sales manager here. Tom, man, this place is incredible. How often do you go to that popcorn machine throughout the day? Because if I had one of those in my office, I'd probably spend about 70% of my day there. I mean, I'll tell you what. They, we make some good popcorn here. It's comparable to the movie theater. It's good with, popcorn. Oh, it's great. I have a tough time fighting it off. You know, mm-hmm. you, you get into a rhythm where you just grab a bag here and there. But you got to, you know, at a certain point, you just got to stop yourself. It'd be bad for my waistline to work here. <laughs> We're going to need a bag after the show. Yeah, well, I can hook you up. Man. <laughs> well, I tell you what, what else has been happening today? Uh, the XFL It's going to debut here in about, what, six months from now already. Mm-hmm. February 2020, they released their logos and nicknames earlier today. I tell you what, I think the X. But what are you laughing at? It's an X. Let me try and join them. Let me let me tell my ABC ten. Uh, I I gotta go for XFL for a little bit. No, it looks cool. Listen, Vince McMahon has tried this once and it was fun. Mm. Try it again. Why not? They yeah. did the AFL. Didn't work out so well. But a little people are more invested into this one. I think this one's gonna work. Mm-hmm. I really do. I think this one has a better shot. I think they're better uh, financially stacked for it. 
Uh, McMahon says he's got, what, $5 million invested in this that he's willing to lose to try and make it work. Mm -hmm. They went to St. Louis, which is smart. You know, the other big markets that are in there. Of course. I like this. Yep, they got L.A., they got New York, they got Houston, Dallas, they got the big markets. What do you think, Tom? You're going to watch the XFL, first of all, and do you think it'll last? I mean, I'm definitely curious. I mean, the the NFL is good and all, but it's nice to have a secondary something out there. spring football. It seems like there's so much talent coming out of college that there's got to be a spot to spread them out. And, Mm -hmm. I mean, being where we're at, the CFL is we we hear about it from time to time, but nobody knows anything about it. Right. So it'd be I think it's I think it's exciting. I mean, they got eight teams coming out. It looks like mm-hmm. I don't know which team I would go for, but you know it's I think it should be good, exciting football. I'm it's a Tampa just, Bay. I got that's the only Florida how team. Did you, okay, all right, that makes it. They need a Detroit franchise to get people up here interested in it. Uh, Green Bay probably isn't going to get an XFL franchise here anytime soon. Yeah. But I like what, what they did here, and I like that they spread this more throughout the country instead of having everything in the South like the AF did. And I think they see the mistakes the AF made, and they're going to adjust those, correct those, learn from that. I think this league really can work, if not at least for a couple of years. I mean, you always you have, you have to look at what the NFL have done for many years and you know people try and take that try and take that and make it to their own league but they need to be something different cuz that's that's where in 2019 everybody likes something different we don't want, we don't want the same thing so the XFL will probably be a little more free roam which is will give um the audience more of a um thing to grasp on, grasp on instead of the normal NFL college football stuff like that so i think i think what Vince McMahon is doing is can be it can be i don't know yet but it can be really great and last for years to come i'm going to pose this to both of you guys then give you a little bit to think about it but if you could change one rule in football what would it be because you got to find a way to differentiate yourself from the nfl because otherwise just a watered down version the other half of the year when the nfl's in the off season so what do you do to differentiate yourself? The AEF got that right. They forced teams to go for two. You know, they had different rule changes, what have you. What would you guys do if you were in Oliver Lux's position, if you were commissioner of the XFL and you could make any rule change? They talked about that onside kick rule a few months ago. I might, I might think about doing that. Mm, personally, yeah. I would choose to take away the targeting and stuff. Well, I, would, I think we all want that. I, I would take away. I would take the rules. I would take away. I would make it a little more like it was back then. A little rougher, as in like taking away all the um, the un, unsportsmanlike penalty. I mean, not unsportsmanlike. Actually, yes, that Let's one. Let's do that. Yeah, definitely <laughs> that one. And then the roughing the passer stuff like that. I think the game is a little, is a little too soft in a way, I guess. And football is a hard. I played for 15 years, so it's a hard nosed game. So I kind of like that old school raggedy where quarterbacks got hit and took some damage. So I'll take away that in the new league. Like, let people get hit. Let people get roughed up a little bit. Let people celebrate. They're grown men. Why not? Yeah. What you do you think, Tom? I definitely like that. I, I think, I think, I mean, nobody knows what pass interference is. I mean, <laughs> never. I mean, where's the, I, nobody knows what it is. You you see the in the playoffs last year where it was blatant and nothing got called and it, there's got to be something different that that you can do with that and one other thing too that I really I mentioned the CFL I think one thing that they do that's really cool is they have the the big end zone mm-hmm. which really opens up the throwing game when you get down low like that you know once you get down to the goal line nobody know I mean they're going to run it two times unless you got Tom Brady back there and then you're going to toss it but 
it's kind of once you get to the goal line, it's kind of boring. I don't know. So I think having that that big end zone would be kind of exciting. I like that. I, I like that one a lot. If you make the end zone about twenty yards deep instead of ten, opens up your playbook a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you've heard Michael talk about how Devontae Adams' yards, you know, per catch is down because he's always close to the end zone. He's always it's Monday minute man. I know yeah. he. he, he He's nonstop. He shot you. He, sh- he he shouted you out. I know on that he did. Too. Okay, um, are you with me though? Adam Thielen's better than Devontae. Adams? Yes, I yes. agree. What right think, now, Tom? but Adam's also a little older. So, I mean, I don't know. Devontae Adams, he does a good job, man. He does he, do a good he, job. I'm not he, saying he that. A lot of balls. I'm not saying that. But I would take Adam Thielen over Devontae. Adams. The catches Adam makes compared to the catches Devontae makes. Uh, a little more spectacular, but and and Adam always has more yards. I think his, I can give the route running to Devonte. Okay, it, I'm with that. I'll give him that, but I like Adam's hands more than Devonte's hands. I like bit. that, and he's durable. Played mm-hmm. significantly more snaps last year than Devonte Adams did. Mm-hmm. Devonte has been injury prone in the past for a little mm-hmm. bit, but he had a healthy year. He had a healthy year. So, well, I tell you what. Here in our final few minutes, let's go to baseball a little bit. You know, you said you're a Tiger fan. You're already giving me that look, Tom, I know. But, oh, man, you've got a good farm system. I mean, you've got some guys that you should be excited about going forward. Once Casey Mize gets to the big club, I mean, he's going to be fun. I mean, they got some they got some good young kids. I'm not too, I'm not too up on my baseball, but, man, I, I just know it has been a tough year, tough year for the Tigers. Uh, what else can you do other than look forward and, and hope that some of these young guys work out? It's the same story with the Red Wings. they got the young guys. We're all just hoping, crossing our fingers, that you know maybe the Tigers can turn it around, too. Same ownership and everything, too. So When was the last time you were able to enjoy watching a Tigers game? It's been a long time. <laughs> because I went through this a few years ago. I'm a Twins guy, so I went through this for a long time. But I tell you what, you know, it sounds cliche, but it's going to turn around. This stuff always evens itself out. It has to. It has to at some point, right? I tell you what, I don't mean to you know throw it on the Tigers here, but this is newsworthy. Tonight, the Houston Astros, when they play the Tigers, it's Justin Verlander against Daniel Norris. And the Astros are going to be the biggest favorites to win a game, according to Caesars Sportsbook, since 2005. The money line on them is negative 510. So if you're trying to put in some late bets here, <laughs> you might get a cheap one on if you can get Detroit, because you might lose money if you bet on Houston tonight. Oh my goodness! That's wow. <laughs> it's I mean, embarrassing. I mean, they are down two zero in the series. Yeah. I mean, there's really not much you can say at this point. They had a chance the first game, lost. Uh, I believe it was four five. Um, they lost to Houston, but like, dude, my goodness, they they do not want to play. I don't think they want to play at this point. Well, and you're sitting pretty as a Dodgers fan, and they've got the Yankees coming up this weekend. We're gonna have that game Sunday night baseball. Yes, that's going to be. One, that's going to be an interesting game. I mean, you know, I want it to be exciting. wanted to go down to the last inning, so see who wins that one. But like I told you on the last time we talked, Dodgers aren't much of closers, in my opinion. They don't need to be. They blow everybody out. Yeah, but then we get to the the World Series, and then mm-hmm. we lose. So I really, I really don't have anything for them right now. If I were to say during that three-game series, the two teams are going to combine to score 35 runs. If I set the over-under at 35... Where do you guys stand on that? Over or under? Uh, Yankees, Dodgers combined for 35 over three games. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that's a lot. Uh, over. You think over? Mm-hmm. Okay. Definitely hit. They can go over. Yeah, I'd take the over on that, too. They got some big bats. Off- it's offense. It's offense yeah. all, all these days now. 
We are going to have the Saturday and Sunday games, Yankees-Dodgers here on ESPN-UP this weekend. Brewers-Cardinals tonight, if you want to tune into that, that can be heard here on ESPN-UP. Brewers need a win badly right now. I mean, they're fading in that wild card race, and last couple of games they just haven't looked good. I mean, Brewers, it's always, um, it depends, like, because they're not as good. Like I told you in the last time we talked, they're not as good as they were last year. Mm-hmm. So I believe it's it really going to depend on how their defense um, reacts, because every time I'm watching them, I always see the baseball go left center field, and nobody's really running towards it. Or if they are, they're not running pretty fast. No. So I, I don't know, man. They're going to have to tighten up the defense a little bit if they want to they want a chance to go back to the playoffs well i tell you what tom you said you were a lions guy so you've got kevin who likes the packers you got jerry who likes the bears how much does the office fight about that how much is the conversation in the office well and do you have a vikings fan here we actually do we have do a vikings really? fan in the building too yeah <laughs> it's this is a it's an every day all day kind of thing i mean jerry never stops talking about his 85 bears he likes to listen <laughs> to the past uh we got the packers fans i mean i don't I don't, I don't have much good to say about Packers fans. Love you guys. <laughs> Us so, Lions fans, we've accepted defeat already, so I mean, we're, we're used to that. <laughs> so are you optimistic about this season, or are you just kind of hoping I, to be surprised? I, I think Stafford's going to have a huge year. I think he's going to bounce back. I had really big expectations last year. They came out with three really good wide receivers, yeah. and it just did not work out well. But I think, I think he's going to have a big bounce back here. He's a proud guy. I think he's going to just go up tear it up hopefully second year with patricia in there hopefully they got their kinks worked out and, and he starts throwing the ball around like he can as far as running backs go how much do you like carry on johnson he's got some flashes of just brilliance I yeah mean, he, he does can, he can do some good things um i was reading something that there was some rumors they're going to pick up make a trade for somebody i can't remember what the guy's name was but there was a talk about having a good one-two punch like that but I mean, Kerryon Johnson, he can he can do a good job. Jay Ajayi, I think you're talking. They talked about um, Jay Ajayi because he's a free agent now. Come okay. from the Eagles um, talked about possibly going over to the Lions, giving them a little more depth. Yeah, that can be that could be dangerous. I would have liked to seen that, to be honest with you. That'd be very dangerous. Jay Ajayi had uh, over 1,200 rushing yards in 2016, so I don't, and he's only he's only 26, mm. so I don't think he's too far off of getting a thousand yards. But Carryon, he had he was great at Auburn. Yeah. Great at Auburn, had a great rookie season, in my opinion, at least for yeah. the Lions. Mm. Not not you know he's not Barry Sanders. But I don't think we're ever going to see that again. Nobody ever will be, Barry. No, no. But I think he has flash, and I think another back could help them bring that running game to um, a stronghold. Well, I tell you what, we got about a minute left before we got to sign off. Tom, anything you want to throw out here about Riverside Marquette before we sign off? Yeah, everybody come on out. Check us out. If, if at the very least, like you said, come grab a bag of popcorn and just see what the new building's all about. Um, I mean, we got some excellent deals going on right now. Our Toyotas are, are flying off the shelf. We got our Tacomas and Tundras got some excellent lease specials. I mean, we got the winter coming up. We don't like to say that out loud, but everybody knows it's coming. And you know you need a truck or all-wheel drive or something to get you through it. Um, just come check us out. It's a sweet new building. If you, I'm sure if you've driven by at nighttime, you've seen it lit right up. Um, but, yeah, just, just come on in. Check us out. Tom Payment, sales manager here at Riverside Marquette, just opened up on US 41. Come check them out. You will be glad that you did. Appreciate you being here, Tom. Appreciate everybody who was a part of our show today. Appreciate you as well, Tyree. Anything that you want to plug at ABC 10 before we sign off? New Orleans Saints, LeBron James, 
Go that, that is up. not plugging. That is just saying what you're interested in. That's what. That's that's my way of plugging, Tanner. <laughs> Got to do it. <laughs> uh, that is it for us. I'm back on tomorrow. It's my hope you join me. And we're going to be back in studio tomorrow. Jake Duran of Local 3 joins me. It's my hope you join us. Until tomorrow, enjoy Cardinals Brewers tonight. I'm Tanner Hoops signing off from Riverside Marquette in Marquette, Michigan.